Hi, you're listening to the Hope Church Sermon Podcast. At Hope, our mission is to help people know God, find freedom, discover their purpose, and make a difference. Now, join us as we listen in on a sermon from last Sunday. It is our hope that you feel God's love stronger today than ever before. Now, he tells us those are two things. I like the Ten Commandments kind of better because there's more meat on the bones to get us to the the two commandments. And we know the New Testament where the grace of God gets us through that. The Ten Commandments, by the way, they're impossible without the grace of God. We need the grace of God to help us get through the Ten Commandments. And so, without further ado, let me get to the next few of these Ten Commandments. By the way, a little bit of history. We've kind of heard history each of the weeks, but the Ten Commandments did not come in an order. Man put those in order. There, there were ten. There were, God did etch those out on a tablet. And they've kind of sensed it. Like they, they, they needed numbers. Like when the Bible was written, the Bible was not written in, in chapters and verses. Those came in, in 1611. And, and King James said, they're going to need a, a way to find out how to get through the Scripture. And so we're going to put chapters and, and verses. And those came later. And so the Ten Commandments here in this, in this, in this gathering, Jesus give, God's given these commands to these people. He's like, hey guys, this is what I want you guys to go out and do. This is how you're supposed to live your life. And I, I hope it, it's, it goes, it complements with what um, Pamela said. Like, we should want to live our life for God. So the good news is he didn't, like, he didn't slap us on the button and say, get out there, do a good job. He gives us his word to show us how to do that. So here's what he says. I heard this verse my whole entire life. I'll still hear it. Exodus chapter 20, verse 12, the Bible says, honor your father and your mother. Oh, if I had a dollar for every time I heard that from my dad on the front row, I, I would be a gazillionaire. That was repeated to me every single day. Anybody grow up with moms and dads, they know that verse? Like anybody, moms and dads, raise your hand. Don't, be, don't, don't leave me hanging now. I know I'm the, I'm the regular guy. I know I haven't been here in two weeks, but I'm here. I'm back now. Honor your, honor your, I heard that every single day. My dad be like, take the trash out. Honor your mother and father. Get good grades in your school. Honor your mother and your father. Go get my, go get my dry cleaning. Honor your father and your mother. I'm like, dad. You've stretched it too far down. You're going to get a spanking. Honor your father and your mother. I'm like, dang it. That verse, I got so sick of it. Here's, what, here's the good news, because this, this passage of Scripture, it comes with a promise. Here's what he says. If you do that, you will live a long, full life in the land of the Lord your God. Uh, the land, I'm sorry, in the land the Lord your God is giving you. You're going to live a long life. A.K.A., my dad would tell me this. If you do what I tell you to do, I won't kill you. I don't, I, you guys know I'm old school. My, I grew up in a school where my mom and daddy, my, da, my mom and my daddy used to say this, I brought you in this world, I will take you out. And they meant it. Amen. They just were like, they, they, literally they would kill you. Like, my dad's like, I will kill you. Like, you'll disappear. You'll be at roll school tomorrow. You, your name won't be there. Like, I, and I believed it. Honor your father and your mother and your days will be longer. Because here's what I believe this. God knew this. Where there is no honor, there's eventually going to be hate. Where there's no honor. Where there is no honor, there's going to be envious. Envy, envy. When there's no honor, there's going to be bitterness. Where there's no honor, there's misunderstanding. Where there is no honor, you find there's gossip. Where there is no honor, there's going to be unforgiveness. Where there is no honor, it's going to get worse and worse where there is no honor. Now, here's what I happen to believe. As I was reading this passage of Scripture, God put it in my heart. He said this to me. He said, because here's what God knows. God knows if you ain't honoring your mom and your dad, you ain't going to honor anybody else. If you, if, you don't honor, if you don't honor your mom and dad, you're never going to honor me. If you don't honor me, you're never going to honor your neighbor. I feel like that's the problem that we have in our society. Nobody, there's no honor. Moms and dads don't teach honor, so kids leave the house and there is no honor. 
Or the mom there is doing her best, and their dad's supposed to be teaching them honor, but the dad's not there, and we've got, we have this absent father, or, or we have these moms and dads. Maybe it's you and I here today, but we, we bring our kids to church, and like, hey, teach my kids to do follow Jesus. And Jesus has given us the commandment to teach our kids to honor their mother and your father, because if they honor your mother, if you honor your mother and your father, you'll go out and live a different kind of life. If you have honor, here's what God knew. If you had honor in your system, you live a different kind of life. You can tell, I'm, here's, this is, let, let me step on some toes. You can tell whether or not someone's mom or dad or someone's church taught them honor. It was, it was important. You can just tell. Because what happens is this, is if we don't, if we don't realize that we're called to honor, we go out there and we'll try to get honor any kind of way we want to get honor. And Jesus says in, his, in this passage of scripture, in the 10 commandments, the 10 rules he gives to the children of Israel, he says, I want you to honor me. If you honor me, it's gonna, you're going to live a better life. You're going to live a long life. The Bible says you're going to live a full life. This word full finds itself also in John 10, 10. He says this, God's come, Satan's come to kill, steal, and destroy. Jesus says, I've come to give you a full life. The same fool that's in the Old Testament is the same fool that's in the New Testament. Jesus says, do you want to honor your mother and your father? If you do, there's going to be a promise with that. You're going to live a full life. I don't know about you, but I want, I want to live a full life. So then the very next commandment is this, and, and I, I think they— I, I, these, listen, I just, there's 10 of them. I just, I'm going right in order. It just so happens that we're coupling up these, we're, just, we're coupling them together. We've only got five weeks to get through them. I'm an ADHD preacher. There's no way I could spend 10 weeks in the same exact series. So we just had to couple them up together. I'll give you the cliff note version. So the very next verse says this, Exodus chapter 20, verse 13 says this. Don't kill anybody. Don't do that. <laughs> like, I don't know if you've done that or not, but don't do that. Like, don't, do not kill Anybody. Here's what I believe. I believe where there is no honor, eventually it will lead to hate. And hate eventually leads to, to murder. There's a, I know that you're like, well, that's, that's a pretty far stretch, Pastor Wes. I don't know. Try me. Like, think about it. Like, where there is no honor, where people walk around, and they do what they want, do whatever they want to do. They don't honor none of the systems. God's a God, God's a God of order. He's given us systems, and he wants us to honor. He doesn't just want us to honor our mother and father. He wants us to really honor everybody. He's not really saying, honor your mom and dad. He didn't say, honor your mom and dad only. He's like, hey, this is the gateway in which you will honor everybody else. Do you want to honor everybody else? He says here, it starts with your, your mom and dad. And then he says here, don't kill anybody. Can I illustrate it for you? Matthew chapter 18, it'll be on the screen for you today. Matthew chapter 18, verse 21. The Bible says this. Matthew chapter 18, verse 21. The Bible says this. Then Peter came to him and asked, Lord, how often should I forgive somebody? Who sins against me? How, how long should I forgive? How often should I forgive someone who sins against me? And he said, seven times? Only seven? Because seven's the number of perfection. That sounds like a good, that sounds like a good amount of time. Verse 22 says this. No, not seven times. Jesus replied, but 70 times times seven. 70 times seven. 490. I'm a quick at my math. I know, smart preacher. 490 times. That's how many times? No. It's not really about the number. Like you should live a life of honor all the time. You should live a life of forgiveness all the time. He, he, he unpacks a little bit more. Verse 23 says this, Therefore, the kingdom of heaven can be compared to a king who decided to bring all his accounts up to date with his servants who had borrowed money from him. I love that phrase there, kingdom of heaven. Here's what I believe, church. I believe the kingdom of God is at hand. I believe God is coming back real soon. The kingdom of heaven is coming. My, this past week, we were at a conference uh, last week with our team, and, and God kind of put on my phrase, hey, Wes, get ready for the kingdom of heaven. 
Get ready for the kingdom of heaven. So all throughout scripture, the, I was, I'm going to preach to you the next four or five, six weeks in a row, getting ready to the end of this year. The end of the year is coming. I just believe God's coming back really, really, really soon. The kingdom of heaven is that near. So here's what we do. When you're reading the Bible this week or reading the Bible, I want you to look really closely when you see the phrase, the kingdom of God. Because I want to be about the God's kingdom. I don't want to build my kingdom. My kingdom, that's not worth really worth building. I want to build the kingdom of God. I'm, I, I like my last name. I'm thankful for my last name. But I'm, there's a name that's so much greater than my last name. And that's the name Jesus. First name King, last name Jesus. Like I, I, I'm that, that's, that's such a cause so much more greater worth living for. We all want that. We all want to live for a cause greater than ourselves. Living for the kingdom of God is worth it. So he says here, how often should I forgive these people? He says, this is what the kingdom of God should say. Here's a story. This guy brings the guys in. He wants, to, he wants all of his debts paid up, taken care of. Again, we're illustrating what happened in the Old Testament with the New Testament. Verse says, in the process, in the process, one of, his debt, one of his debtors was brought in who owed him millions of dollars. Now, this is freebie. The Bible says, owe no man, no money. You definitely don't want to owe anybody millions of dollars. He couldn't pay it. So his master said that you must be sold along with your wife and your children and everything you own to pay the debt. Verse 26 says, but the man fell down before his master and begged, Please be patient with me, and I will pay it all. Then his master was filled with pity for him, and he released him and forgave his debt. What an awesome story. Like, that's you. That's the grace of God. I wish it was over there. We could just worship some more. And, you know, I just that would be awesome. But it gets worse before it gets good, and then it gets worse. The Bible says, but the man fell down before his master, and he begged him, be patient with me. His master was filled with pity on him and released him. Verse 28. But when the man left the king, he went to a fellow servant who owned him a few thousand dollars. The same guy that was forgiven of millions went to the one guy who was, who was owed a few thousand dollars. He grabbed him by the throat and demanded instant payment. He was ready to murder him. Verse 29. His fellow servant fell down before me. He begged just the same way that he, he begged. This guy is begging. He says, be patient with me, and, I'll, and I will pay it. He said the same things that this guy that he owed, said the same exact things to the previous debtor, he said. But his creditor arrested and put him in prison until the debt could be paid in full. When some of the, some of the, some of the other servants saw this, they were very upset, as you and I would be too. We want to bring justice to this world. We want to bring heaven down to earth. We're going to have to forgive, we're going to have to love, we're going to have to live a different kind of life. We can't be left or right. we got to be vertical. We gotta be more consumed with the kingdom of God than we gotta be than we're consumed with this with this earth. I love earth. I'm glad we're here. It's awesome, but it's 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 temporary. So he says here he goes to get the guy and he goes, hey bro, um, you you owe me this money. He's gonna throw him into prison. The other guys heard about it. They went to the king and told him everything that had happened. Verse three two. Then the king called him the man that he had forgiven. He said this, you evil servant, I forgave you that tremendous debt that you pleaded with me. Shouldn't you have mercy on your fellow servant just as I had mercy on you? Then the angry, the angry king sent the man to prison to be tortured until he had paid his entire debt. That's what my heavenly father will do to you, even if you refuse to forgive your brothers and your sisters from your... Hey, that's pretty tight, right? You're like, dang, I just got uncomfortable. I'm going to hate next week. <laughs> I was, I'm in a Bible study with a group of guys who are listening to this curriculum and guy came out and said, Pastor, wow, that was a pastor, wow, pastor. 
you really hurt me, Pastor. And the pastor said, I'm really sorry. I didn't mean to hurt you. I meant to kill you. <laughs> That's rough. I really want to make sure you really got it. This is a power. He's saying, listen, if you, where there's no honor, there's going to be hate. Where there's no honor, there's going to be murder. Where there's no honor, that perpetuates. I believe we're growing up in a society where there is no honor. We will only change that if we model honor. Can you just nod your head? I can't tell if I'm not making sense or if you're uncomfortable, but we, or maybe no, we got to honor better. We got to live lives of honor. Honor your mother and your father and your days will be longer. You should not murder. Can I tell you my story? I grew up, my, my dad sent me a text message. We were, our church was maybe five, five months old. <clears throat> and uh, my dad sent me a text message. He goes, hey, if you ever want to use part of your story in the messages, go for it. Sure. <laughs> Why don't I take you up on that offer? And so I grew up in a home. You guys have heard me say this before. My dad would say, do as I do, not do as I say, not as I do. I brought you in this world, I'll take you out of it. My dad would say things like, What happens here stays here. I would ask my dad, where are you going? He would say, None of your business. And then he also would say this. I, I would say, Dad, where are you going? Don't laugh, Derek. He'd, he would say this to me. He would say, I'm I'm going to Turk to take water. And I, anybody ever heard that phrase where a Turk to take water? Okay, cool. It's a black thing, Dad. <laughs> I never heard it before you. My dad's like, Turk, take water. And it, it, when you were young, you're like, dude, that must mean something. Like, he's going to Turk to take water. Like, whoever his Turk is. <laughs> I now know Turk to take water was, was code for Bennigan's. I now know. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know exactly. <laughs> he's going to the local watering hole. So, I, now that I'm older, I, there's a lot of things that I, my dad would do that I would disagree with. And, and, and that wasn't a secret to him. I just would disagree with a lot of things that I saw in my mom. I would disagree with that. In my house, I want what, what happens in my house. It can be shared other places. I, I don't ever tell my kids. I tell them none of their business. But I do, you know, I do. But I'm like, I don't mind telling them where I'm going. And I never want to take them out of this world. I mean, I want to take them out of this world, but I never say that to them. And, um, and what happens in our house can be shared. I want to live a transparent life. I want, what, I want, to, be, I want to be Pastor West. I, I want to be West Beecham on the stage. I want to be West Beecham at my house. I want to be West Beecham in the community. Everywhere I go, I want to be the same exact person, one person. And um, what I realized in my life as I got older is I realized the more I didn't like what my dad said, the less I honored him. And I realized also that I, because I didn't want to honor him, I would find so many other people to honor. And that was my story. I just kept on honoring other people. I thought he didn't, I thought he didn't deserve honor. So I just kept on honoring other people. I know I'm starting to track with some of you guys, and some of you guys are like, okay, cool, I'm locked in now. I go exactly where you're at. Because we, because... A, a lot of us, we get to a place in our in point in our life, we're at this age, we're like, I just don't agree with all that. And, and so I, we kind of went through that, and I realized I was looking for other people to honor. They want to honor my dad. I can now know that. So I went to launch the church, and um, when I went to launch the church, I had all my family come over, and my dad didn't come, and so I had to reschedule that meeting with my dad. It bothered me. So I rescheduled the meeting with my dad, and I said, hey, dad, I want to let you know I'm launching this church. And my mom's like, you need to tell your dad. And, he, and I wanted to, she's like, you need to honor him. And God kept on saying to me, if you don't honor your dad, you're not going to have a church of honor. If you don't honor your mother and your father, there's going to be implications on your church. He just kept on reminding me of all those things. So all that happened, I had to work, I'm working through all that, right? Like I'm, this is six years, church is six years old. I'm working all through all that stuff. And, and through that relationship I had met, through, through getting that things right with my dad, I, I was able to meet some people that helped us on ultimately get to where we're at today. And I'm so thankful for that. And 
we launched fast forward five years later, my mom, my mom and dad got divorced and my mom was getting married. And one of the one of our friends like, hey, your mom's gonna ask you to do your what do her wedding. I'm like, I am not doing my mom's wedding. Like, that's weird. It's my mom. <laughs> you guys are laughing at me. <laughs> like, that is why would I that's weird. So I I was like, I'm not doing that. I hope she doesn't ask me. I hate to tell my mom I'm not gonna do her wedding. Like, that's gonna be so dishonoring. And like this is 2019, this is two years ago. I'm still healing. Like, <laughs> I go to start taking freedom. I'm in, I'm in freedom class. And I'm, I'm like, all these things. I was at a conference, just like the one I was at last week. And I was there, and the, and the pastor said, if you don't honor your mother, the, the guy preached this verse. Because here's what I thought. I'll honor my mom and my father until I'm 21 or until I'm 18. Then I'll go do whatever the heck I want to do. Just felt right. And in that moment, God said to me, you will do your mom's wedding because your whole life, your mom and dad were preaching, honor your mother and your father, days will be longer. And if you want to have a house of honor, a church of honor, you're going to have to, it starts with you, Wes. It starts with you, Wes. You're going to have to honor. And I was like, wow, man. God, like, really? I kind of put that away the last two years. Like, I'm doing so great. Like, I'm honoring my mom, my dad. I'm honoring my mom. You know, I did my mom's wedding. Like, you know, I acted like, you know, my, my parents didn't get divorced when I was 13. That's some of y'all got parents when you were 13. What I realized for me, fast forward, at 33, I acted like a 13-year-old. At 33 years of age, my parents got divorced. Didn't like the boyfriend, didn't like the girlfriend. I'm like, I'm 33 years old. I'm a grown man. And I don't like these people that he's bringing around. I, I, I get so offended and triggered. And, and God just said, hey, you're going to have to honor. You're going to have to honor. So I'm, I share that with you to say this. Listen, I'm working through it. But here's what here's God kind of put in my heart. I believe there's some of you guys in this room, there's some unforgiveness in your heart. And it comes from, it, doesn't, it didn't happen, the offense didn't happen yesterday. It happened when you were 12. Nine, eight, seven, six, I don't know. It happened so young, and I'm, I'm pulling it out of you today, because here's what I realized. Out of that, I, 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 out of that relationship I had with my dad, I, I developed some father wounds. And a guy came to me when I was about 30 and said, hey, you got some father wounds? You got some angerness towards your, I didn't know I had it. I didn't even know it was in there. I didn't know I had bitterness. I loved everyone, but I didn't love the people I lived with. That's sad, right? Who'd want to go to church where the pastor was like that? Can I be honest with you? They're, they're out there. It was not going to be this one. This is going to be a house of honor. I'm going to go first. I just felt like God was saying, hey, there's someone in this room here. They just, there's just some unforgiveness in their heart. They need to, they need to let go of that. You, you, you're never going to, my kids are going to honor me if I don't honor my dad. I want to break those curses, the generational curses that we talk about. I want to break the strongholds. I want my kids, my kids are going to be great at forgiving because I had to work through that. I used to be a professional grudge holder. I could beat anybody. Well, I don't want I knew I had to, I'm glad I broke that in my soul. He broke that in my spirit. Because now my kids are going to know we're going to forgive everybody. That's one thing we do is we forgive everybody. We love everybody. We do our best to encourage everybody. It's hard. I'm not telling you this is easy today. I'm telling you it's hard. Let me give you, let me give you the message today. I'm just kidding, Diana. When we honor others, it honors God. Our core value today with our dream team is we aim to please God. I want to please the Lord. Please know how y'all would be exhausting for me. 
you trying to please me to be exhausting. I want to please the Lord. When we honor others, it actually honors God. I meet people, they don't honor their father. I, I, I forgot I was going to say this to you. I, I meet some people, they don't honor their mother and their father. They also don't honor their husbands or their wives. That hurts, Pastor Wes. Why did you just say it? Like, I was like totally good until you said that. We don't. I know kids that don't, I know, I know parents that don't honor their mother and their father. They don't even honor their kids well. Do we want to honor our kids well? Do we want to honor our, our husbands and our wives that we married well? So I'm like, you just went like three levels deep really quick. I don't like that. We're called to live lives of honor. When we honor others, it honors God. I think this, here's the, here's the last thing. This is what you need to know. I think this is what um, Pamela was saying to you and I today is that God does deserve all the honor. I don't know anyone. The stuff that we're pursuing, that we're, we're, you're giving honor, no matter whether you believe it or not. If you study a leadership book, you have a culture in your business. It's either the one that you're getting by accident or the one you're creating. So either you have a house of honor and a life of honor because you're choosing it, or you're having a life of dishonor because you're not doing it. You have to work it for it to work. God deserves all the honor. There isn't anyone I know out there that deserves more honor than God. And I just believe that God said, hey, God, God, this Ten Commandments series, and, this, and this, this, this number five here, he says, hey, when you honor your mom and your dad, it creates a culture inside of you where you honor other people. When you go places and you honor other people. I was downtown Orlando this week and saw several homeless people walking by. How are you, how are you doing? Talk to them. I talk to them like I talk to you guys walking in on Sunday morning. With dignity, I'll honor everybody. My parents taught me to honor. Or they were going to kill me. Like, it was really simple. Now I do it because, like, like my, my actions finally caught up to what they were trying to tell me. Yesterday at Starbucks, how are you today? Hope said to me, you never stop, do you? <laughs> I said, you sound like your mom. I'm kidding. I didn't say that. That wouldn't be honoring. That's why I didn't say that. I said, Hope, I want to love on I want to love everybody. <laughs> All people. All times, all places. She's like, Dad, you don't even know her. I'm like, I'm not yet. There are people that are walking into this church throughout the week. And they're like, oh, I didn't know you, you went to church here. We've seen you guys. We just moved into our offices back here. We're taking land, taking ground. And I was on a Zoom call. I'm on the board of the YMCA. And the guy said, man, our team really loves your office. Your staff is so nice to us. They said, we feel like we didn't, we feel like we got, like, we didn't just get roommates. We actually got a family when you guys moved. We only been here for one week. I walked in yesterday, reached in my pocket, handed out at the front desk, handed out $5 Starbucks gift cards like there was, like it was candy or coffee. Because we want to honor them. The guy that runs OMC said, man, our staff, they take a max break. I said, they have to take a max break. I said, those are our offices. Mi casa, su casa. You can use it. Come on in. They, you, they can sit wherever they want. They can have my desk. Everything except for our refrigerator, you know what I'm saying? Got really close. It's small, you know what I'm saying? Small. I want to invite you to stand to your feet, bow your head, and close your eyes. I believe God's speaking to someone in this room in here today. Maybe you're not living a life of honor because in your life, there's some people that you just didn't want, you quit honoring them a long time ago. There was someone in this room, I believe you see, I haven't talked to my dad in years. And I, I, there's some of you guys here today, I haven't seen my dad in years, and I don't care if I've ever seen him ever again. Some of you guys, that's someone in this that's someone in this room today because I know that's someone that used to be me. I used to struggle 
with, my, with, with honoring. I wanted to honor everyone else except for my mom and my dad. And now I realize that, uh, there's, there's promise that attached. There's promise attached to this. And while no one's going to go out here and murder anybody probably, there's some unforgiveness, some bitterness, some anger. You know what it is. Would you, heads bowed, eyes closed, would you just take a moment Would you say, hey God, I want to I wanna release today. I believe that God's calling someone to release today. Whatever it is, would, would you just begin to release it? Hey God, I've got some angerness. I've got some bitterness. I want to release that today. I want to release that today. Thank you so much for joining us. If you'd like to know more about Hope Church, please feel free to visit us at hopewintergarden.com or connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at Hope Winter Garden. We hope you have a blessed day.